We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principles, where I help you stop putting out fires and start leading. I am your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Welcome to Transformative Principle, proud member of the B Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jethro Jones, and today I have Matt Shosi on the program. He is the CEO of Be More Colorful, a Midwest-based immersive media production studio whose platform, CareerView XR, is rapidly gaining national attention. Matt, along with his wife and company owner, Katie, lead an innovative team of creatives who are laser-focused on making career exploration affordable, accessible, and fun. CareerView XR provides students and adult career seekers across the country with an unprecedented opportunity to experience real-world careers through virtual reality technology. Recently selected from a field of over 2,000 applicants to be one of the 33 semifinalists for the prestigious Yas Prize, Matt will discuss the significance of the award and how he sees tools like CareerView XR transforming how we guide students on their educational journey. Matt, welcome to Transformative Principle. Thanks for being here. Hey, Jethro, thanks for having me. Yeah, it is my pleasure. I'm excited to chat with you today, and we're going to have a good conversation. I want to highlight real quick that we're doing a a few different episodes here on the B Podcast Network about Be More Colorful, and you're part of our startup series, EdTech Startup Series Showcase, that we'll talk more about later. But we're going the Yas Prize has four components, sustainable, which you're going to be talking with Ross Romano on Principal PLN about that. Outstanding, where you'll be talking with Karen Dudek-Brannon on uh, de facto leaders and permissionless learning, where you'll be talking with Tanya Sheckley on Rebel Educator. And all of these are coming out very soon on the B Podcast Network. There will be links to them here in the show notes on this episode. You should definitely go 
check them out because each one of us will be taking a different approach to be more colorful in what they're doing with CareerView XR. Finally, you'll want to check out our new EdTech Startup Showcase series, which is coming soon to hear more from Be More Colorful and a few other great startups. Uh, follow the B Podcast Network on Twitter or LinkedIn or subscribe to our email list for updates. Matt, what do you think people should take away from their from listening to the show today? What do you hope people get out of it? I think what I'd love people to take away today is just to know that there are a lot of really great innovators out there that that are working to change the landscape of education and the Yas Prize Award that that we have had the honor of being named as a semifinalist is I mean we're one of many. There are so many amazing companies out there and our focus today is going to be on transformational which is one of the the four stop principles that the Yas Prize exemplifies. But that would be the big thing is just be on the lookout, you know, listen in to what we t- we're going to, who we're going to talk about in a little bit here on those truly transformative and transformational companies who are changing that landscape of education. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing that people should get out of this is we are going to talk about ways to connect with kids about career opportunities in a new and different way that I think is really powerful and the example that you share talking about what an accountant does, I think is really powerful. And just recognizing this is a theme that we talk about all the time on this show, that we need to see people as individuals and not as a big mass or a big group. Each person is unique. We need to recognize value and honor that. And that's what you're doing that I think is so powerful. So just want to remind everybody again, yasprize.org slash vote. You get two votes per day. You can vote all this month. And we hope that at least some of those votes will go towards Be More Colorful because they're doing great stuff with CareerView XR. So I'll, we'll have my interview with Matt here in just a moment. If you've been listening to Transformative Principle for any amount of time, you know that I have a love-hate relationship with EdTech. We have the ability to personalize learning for every single one of our students, and yet so many of our ed tech tools fall short. We need our technology to do more for us. That's why it's so important for me to know that IXL provides true personalized learning across the entire pre-K-12 curriculum, and that it's proven to benefit all student populations, including English language learners and students in special ed programs. As a principal, I've used this in my school. As a parent, I've had my children use it as well. And let me tell you, this is a tool that definitely helps students learn and practice better. IXL is research proven to accelerate achievement. Studies across 45 states show that IXL schools outperform non-IXL schools on state assessments, and independent research from Johns Hopkins University verifies that IXL meets ESSA Tier 1 standards. With those results combined with IXL's teacher-friendly reputation, what more could you ask for? Now, you also know that I don't care so much about test scores, but I know that they are legislatively convenient and something that we have to deal with and manage on a day-to-day basis. If you can implement something that is easy and effective, why wouldn't you do it? If you have a goal to increase achievement for all students, make sure to find out what IXL can do for you. Visit IXL.com 
slash B for a demo. That's IXL.com slash B-E. So Matt, in our series of conversations about the stop principles of the YAS prize, can you list those first and tell us about the transformational principle that we're discussing today? It's weird to say transformational when it really should be transformative, but that's just my personal opinion. It's all good. Transformational principle, <laughs> transformative principle, two different spellings of principle and transformational. It can be confusing, but tell us about stop and, and the other aspects of this that we should pay attention to with the YAS price. Absolutely. So the stop principles are, are kind of the driving force behind the YAS prize and stop stands for sustainable, transformational, outstanding, and permissionless. And we'll be talking about all of those in this series, but I, really focusing on transformational today. And, and what that means in the context of the YAS prize is finding those new tools and approaches with 21st, 21st century technologies that can really help us connect with students in new and different ways. And it can go beyond just new ed tech, new ed tech approaches and taking another look at how do we use tried and true approaches in a truly transformational or transformative manner? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty straightforward and basic explanation. And that's also what I'm trying to do as well is we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time we, we encounter a new problem. There are a lot of things that are already working in a different aspect that can work in other aspects as well. So we're going to be talking about, as I said in the intro, about these different things on, on these different shows. And so today we're going to talk about the transformational principles specifically. And so tell me a little bit what you believe is true educational transformation in your eyes, Matt. I think true education transformation is going beyond the books. I, th I think of all of the classes that I took where it is lecture, 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 take a test, and then how close you are to 100% indicates your learning. And that's just not the case. That's not how I learned well that way, but I knew that a lot of my classmates did not. And it's not because there was any lack of intelligence or lack of aptitude. It's because that's just not the best way for kids to learn. And I didn't even learn best that way. I learned best when I was hands-on, when I was experiencing, when I got to see the direct application of the knowledge that I was learning in the real world. And that's really what's, what I think we need to be seeing as we look to evolve schools with transformative or transformational approaches. Yeah. For today, we're just going to use those two interchangeably. If we're saying transformative, <laughs> we mean transformational and vice versa, because otherwise it's definitely going to get too confusing. I, I am right there with you. We learn best when it's actually relevant to our lives and we're doing something that has real meaning. And all too often in schools, our only audience is the teacher that we're turning something into. And you know, in, in the summer of AI series that we did on this podcast over the summer, we talked a lot about artificial intelligence and whether kids are using it to cheat or not. And one of the best ways to help kids find success is to give them real authentic experiences in their school settings, making it about if you're going to give an assignment to someone and they're going to use AI to do it. My personal approach is just tell me you're using AI because if you don't care enough to really put thought and effort into it and you're just trying to check a box, I'm just going to check a box and give you a grade because I don't care that much either. I want to hear from you as a human being 
first and foremost. And I'm not interested in hearing what the computer thinks. I'm interested in hearing what you think. And so if you're going to fire up ChatGPT and give that one answer, then, you know, just tell me, I'll give you the grade. I don't care. And when I say that, people are like, oh, what? What are you talking about? Kids have to like, that's cheating, whatever. No, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. They're just checking boxes. And we need to be creating experiences that are not just checking boxes for everybody where they're actually having real transformation. And somebody asked me the other day what the difference is between change and transformation. And I said that change is just changing without purpose. And transformation is changing with a purpose. How do you respond to that idea? Well, I, I think that's exactly right. And to your point with the output of an AI, yeah, you've got the output of an AI, but then the question is, what do you do with that? And that's where the transformation can come in. Having the students say, okay, you've output this thing from an AI. Now tell me, why is that useful? How would you use this tool? I think back to when I was a student and you know, some of the, some of the kids would they'd need their calculator to do multiplication, addition. And, you know, the teacher's saying, well, you, you shouldn't have to rely on your calculator. It's not like you're ever, there's ever going to be a point in time where you're just going to have a calculator around with you 24 seven. Well, <laughs> look what's happened now. Everybody has a calculator and fax machine and, and every single tool they could want in their, in the palm of their hand, almost 24 seven. And I think that tools like AI are absolutely going to do that too. They will become part of how we interact and then that's going to create new problems that then human brains are going to be required to solve. Yeah. And, and maybe computers will be able to solve some of those problems, but they won't necessarily be able to solve all of them. And maybe they'll right. be able to solve some of them better than humans. But again, going back to the experiences that people have, this is what's so important is having the kind of experience that allows you to to really learn and grow from that experience. I think that's that's really powerful. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Yas Prize. What is the Yas Prize? Yep. And 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 why are you be more colorful qualifying to be a winner of the Yas Prize? Well, the Yas Prize is it's an award that that celebrates innovation in education. And we are absolutely honored to be one of the one of the awardees there were well just about 2000 applicants nationwide from charter schools and micro schools to ed tech companies to innovative public schools to i mean just the full depth and breadth of innovators in the education sector 2000 applicants there were 64 quarter finalists that were that were announced this is back in september and we were announced as one of the one of the 64 quarter finalists so we were over the moon excited about that. We are a bootstrap company. We've been working to build this thing based on the feedback that we've been getting from educators and students and counselors about what is needed in the classroom for career exploration. How do we create authenticity with virtual career experiences? And that was recognized by the Prize committee. And we are just, we're just elated. We're honored that this was recognized and we were selected among you know, 63 other super talented and very worthy quarterfinalists. From there, they brought all the quarterfinalists to, to Cleveland where they announced the 32 semifinalists. And I felt like I was going to fall out of my chair when we were announced as one of the 32 semifinalists that are moving into the, now the Yas Prize Accelerator program and boot camp. So it's just an incredible journey. And the thing that I love most about the Yas Prize is 
it is, it's competitive. It is, but it ultimately it's about collaboration and how do we use new and innovative educational tools to, to really lift up students? How do we challenge each other to be better, but also collaborate so that we're having the best possible positive impact for as many students as possible. That's what the OS prize is about yeah, to me. I, I really appreciate that you said the collaboration piece because I see people in my space as collaborators, not competitors. And even if we very much are offering the same product, I think that we should be collaborating. There's plenty of people out there for all of us to be able to serve them and support them. And that's really how I view this business industry that we're in serving educators is there's plenty of people out there, plenty of money, plenty of whatever we need to, for all of us to be able to be successful. So we should be collaborators first and foremost and competitors, uh, fifth or sixth, if at all. Right. And, and that's really like, we need to help people choose the thing that works best for them. So in the spirit of that, I think it'd be great if you could share some of the other people, other companies that are competing for this prize and, and share what, what you see as some of the great ones that are demonstrating this transformational principle. Yep, absolutely. Well, it, to be clear, they're all great. These are 32 selected from, well, 33, including us selected from a field of 2000, every single one of these companies exemplifies all four of those stop principles. But today's focus is, is transformational. And as we were learning about every single one of, of the other semifinalists, there were a handful that stood out as, hey, they're doing something exceptionally cool in this space. And, and that's, I'm excited to be able to feature or to celebrate all 32. We're going to just focus on eight transformational, transformational collaborators today. So I guess one that really stands out is ASU Preparatory Global. They've got a digital approach that blends online and in-person learning, and it really empowers students and educators to create adaptive programming and curriculum. So it's a series of micro schools that, that really is working to transform learning environments. Yeah, very cool. So, so that's someone who is definitely sounds like a collaborator to what you're doing. Who else? Uh, Burbella Learning Academy, they focus on personalized experiential learning that aims to shift the emphasis from that rote memorization to really driving hands-on and curiosity-driven learning. I love this approach. That's one of those tried and true methods, right, that we need more mm -hmm. of. Very good. Who else? Uh, CompSci High, they've got an emphasis on reimagining high school through work-based learning, financial education, internships long-term career planning, really focusing on what is that when, what are you going to be doing when you're out of school? Because really that's the whole point of going to school, right? Is taking that time to figure out what are you going to do when you're not here anymore? Yeah. Which is good because so many people say, I went, I graduated from high school and I didn't even learn how to do my finances and all these practical skills. So who else is on your list of transformational principles? Um, create conservatory. They are, they're using arts. They're integrating arts into the curriculum to help students make meaningful connections, things that, that align with the STEM disciplines, but incorporate arts and creativity, which for those kids that aren't so science and math oriented, if you can provide relevance there by bringing in art and creativity, you've just created a lifelong learner. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, a lifelong learning is what I'm going for. 
in my own life and for what I'm trying to help. Who else? Um, IndieEd. IndieEd offers individualized project-based learning. And I love that project-based approach, right? Because it's not, did you get it right or wrong? It's, it's a process. Um, so, so being able to work on a project together. And one of the cool things they do is they've got uh, multi-aged cohorts. So it's students of different ages all working together and the learners becoming teachers. And I just really admire that. Yeah. You probably don't know this, but that's something we've talked a lot about on this podcast of multi-aged learners that a 12th grader can have a very positive impact on a first and second grader if set up and given the tools to be successful. So I think that's really cool. Well, and a first and second, at first, that first and second grader can have the positive impact on the 12th grader too, yes. right? The, it, it, it works both it, ways. It absolutely does. And there's no reason why that can't happen if, if we're intentional and put some effort into that. Who else? Um, Sora Schools is doing some really cool things with mastery-based learning programs where students are really kind of leading the charge on what their, what their individualized learning experiences should be. And I, I really think we need more of that. Getting kids engaged in, hey, that's what I want to learn is going to get them excited about it and want to love learning. Yeah. Awesome. Sora Schools is doing some cool stuff. Who else? Um, Verdi Eco School. That another one who's doing the, the mixed age approach and really they're working to transcend academic knowledge and work to incorporate self-reflection into the whole education process, which is so, so important, right? Getting answers right or wrong and seeing that response on a test that's handed back to you. Well, that's one thing, but understanding where you went wrong or what the, what another path might be that that's an entirely different level of learning. Let's talk about flex time in schools. If you've been listening for a long time, you know how important I think this is. It gives us more time for personalized learning, increasing choice and agency for students and the increased enrollment that comes with it, dedicated time for intervention and enrichment. And overall, as school leaders, it gives us and our faculty more tools to increase academic achievement. But the implementation and management of flex time can be so tough. Tricky logistics and a lack of clear accountability systems can prevent teachers from buying in and can hold us back from ensuring students make good use of their time. I'm pleased to share that MyFlex Learning provides a solution to these challenges and more. MyFlex Learning helps you create and manage flexible time for any purpose. And with seamless SIS integration, a student locator, flexible daily rostering, and an intuitive mobile app, it eliminates the common challenges of implementation and management. Want to see for yourself? Visit myflexlearning.com B to learn more about it and receive $500 off the first year of use. That's myflexlearning.com B-E. Do you have one more for transformational? I do have one more and that's Victory XR. And I, I absolutely love what these guys are doing. And it's funny because a lot of times people would say, would say Victory XR is a competitor. Victory XR is creating some really cool immersive learning modules that are truly transformational in how you can take a chemistry lab, for example, and bring that into a classroom without the expense or the risks or the limitations of setting up an in-person chemistry experience. It's just, it's truly incredible what the Victory XR team is doing with creating simulations that allow students to, to 
transcend those limitations of, of what they'd be able to experience in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Super powerful. Well, I think it'd be appropriate also to say why be more colorful is on this list and how career view XR is, is helping make that happen. Yeah. So I think from a transformative standpoint, I feel that, well, we feel the whole team feels that Be More Colorful and Caribbean XR, um, our focus is really on taking that tried and true method, that job shadow, that field trip, that real world experience that's so important for students to have to inspire what they might want to do when they grow up. Our focus is on using new technology to capture that in the real world and play back real world imagery through virtual reality. So our content is immersive media. It's recorded in the real world. It shows real people performing real work in real environments. And then we bring that back and bring it into the classroom through virtual reality and virtual tours. And the thing that I love about that is, is we're able to transcend those time, geography, safety, financial, privacy constraints that restrict schools and students from being able to go to all of those locations beyond getting students onto the locations we love that we can show teachers and career counselors and homeschool parents and parents of students that are in private and public schools what these careers are because most people do not have a really broad awareness of what the careers are that we're preparing our students for and that's our focus by partnering with industry by partnering with employers and by partnering with schools, we can bring all of those things together through that one, that one common thread of what's the experience here. Our focus is on getting those students thinking about what careers might be right for them, but also what careers are not quite the right fit, right? We want to make sure that the right student is finding the right career by broadening their array of options. And, and what's so fascinating about this is that a lot of the work that people do on a day-to-day -day basis can appear quite boring in reality. And, and one thing that I think is so powerful about what you're doing is that if somebody sees something and is like, boy, I could really see myself doing that every day, that can really change their perspective and make them think, oh, maybe I do want to pursue this and be involved in it. And that could be a really neat thing. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there because we've got a variety of experiences. One that sticks out when you mention that is, is the bricklayers experience. I was in a class, we were doing an event with a bunch of fourth grade kids. And this fourth grade girl says, I want to try that bricklayers experience. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, that's not a super exciting one. I want you to like see something you really like. You know, but I, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's try the bricklayers experience. So I fire it up and she puts the headset on. And she's looking around and they're just, they're in a training center. They're building columns and it was so slow that we had to time-lapse the yeah, video. So uh, it went faster and she's looking around. She says, wow, I love the patterns. I just, that looks so satisfying. Takes the headset off two minutes later, looks straight at me and says, I think I want to be a bricklayer. And how on earth would she have ever had that opportunity? You can't get up close to bricklayers when they're on a construction site that you don't get to see really the process that creates these really cool brick buildings and mosaics and all these neat things. That's now a student that is not only thinking, maybe I want to be a bricklayer, but the construction industry is now opened up to this young lady who 
had us no idea what career path and careers in construction are totally viable for women. And we need more of that. Yeah. I love that story. I think that's so powerful. Now, before we go too further, I do want to say real quick, everybody can go and vote for you or any other company that, that is on this list at yasprize.org slash vote. And I encourage people to go check out the other companies. There's 32 semifinalists and you know, you're just one of them, but I, I think that this kind of opportunity, especially how you highlighted so many of these other companies already is really powerful that there's, there's a lot of good stuff happening out there and a lot of good opportunities for us to make some real transformational change as we do this. Do you mind sharing some of the other experiences that you've had, maybe from the parent or the teacher perspective? Uh, one of the things that we had not thought about this when we started down the career view path was the impact that this is going to have on teachers and counselors and parents. I mean, it just, we're creating these experiences for kids, not realizing that once we started getting it out in front of parents and teachers and showing it to them, realizing that most of the time a teacher's pathway or a counselor's pathway, and most times a parent's pathway is they've decided what they wanted to do. They got their degree and then they started working in that role. And there may have been a career change here or there, but they never had an opportunity to really go and explore the full depth and breadth of what's out there. So we have these career counselors and educators who are counseling kids on what pathway to take, parents that are counseling their kids on what pathway to take, but they don't have access to the knowledge. And that's one of the things that we really see as a huge opportunity with CareerView XR is to open up those conversations over the dinner table so that when your son who's 16 years old says, I think I'm interested in being a diesel mechanic and the parents are like, well, I don't want you, you shouldn't be up to your elbows in grease all day. You get a real job. I'm like, well, no, diesel mechanic is a very real job. It pays very well. And the diesel mechanic experience that we created with an amazing company, General Cominant Supplies, starts with that technician coming in and checking telemetry specifications that came into his laptop off of a satellite from an excavator that's going to be coming in for him to work on. I mean, this is not your preconceived notion of what working on heavy machinery is. And that's true for a ton of different careers. I mean, think about students that are interested in going into healthcare. Well, what could I be if I go into healthcare? I could be a doctor or a nurse, right? So that's when 99% of the time, that's what students are going to tell you. And that's parents don't know. And teachers don't, well, healthcare teachers know, I mean, but they're struggling trying to let other people know yeah. all of these careers. And when you can show, yeah, things like sterile instrument processing and radiologic technician and respiratory therapist, there's just so much opportunity out here to get everyone involved in exploration. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what is, when I was growing up, I thought there were only so many jobs that you could get. And one of my, one of my ideas is to just interview people about their jobs and how they got there, because that would be a fascinating podcast to me, because as many people as there are, there are that many pathways to a specific career. And even if the career is the same, the pathway is different for so many people. And this is what I find so fascinating. And what I love about what Be More Colorful is doing with CareerView XR is that it's helping people see that there are different ways to get to where they want to be. And, and they like that girl with the bricklayer example is so perfect because she, she saw the patterns and saw the beauty 
in that and and can connect to it on a level that I would say for me personally, that monotonous kind of work is just not going to do it for me. And I, in college, I worked for doing live sound design and engineering, and I had no idea that that would lead me down this path of doing podcasts for over 10 years now. And I just find that so amazing how, how my life took this path that because I had a little bit of exposure to one thing made it very comfortable for me to start doing something else that started out as a hobby turned into a side hustle and now is my full-time job. And honestly, man, it just blows my mind that it's even possible that I got here when I thought originally I like to help people learn so I should be a teacher when in reality, I like to help people learn so I could, I can do a podcast. I can do coaching. I can do all kinds of different things, not just being a K-12 teacher. And I wish I would have had opportunities to help me see that when I was younger, because I felt like I didn't have those opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's funny because we'll get people, you know, kind of tongue in cheek saying, well, I'm an accountant. How are you going to make that yeah. interesting? And it, it but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to. Well, how are you going to make that exciting? And, and it, it doesn't have to be exciting. It doesn't have to be interesting to everybody. It has to be authentic. Yes. And if it is authentic to the right kid at the right time, that is a career path that is now open to them. And that is, that's really the core of what career view is our, our very first company value is be authentic and that is at the core of everything we do at the core of this entire platform and is so important for students you can't misre- misrepresent what these things are because they're going then they're going to be disenfranchised when they decide to go down that path and it's not what they thought authenticity is key with all yeah, of this totally i i thought that i wanted to be a lawyer for a time and i still think that's something that i could do but the <laughs> person who convinced me that I shouldn't go down that path said that that he spent all of his time researching and writing and it was a very lonely solitary thing and I was like well I am way too social and want to be engaged with people way too much for me to ever choose that and so the whole entire field of law is now out because that one person gave me that negative feedback and I think that is disingenuous and harmful to let one person make people make those kind of or influence those kinds of decisions when, yeah, accounting may be very boring to most people, but to some people it is like exhilarating and thrilling and a ton of fun for whatever reason they like it. And that's what we need to do is find those opportunities for kids to see where they can fit in somewhere and be part of that thing and feel good about it. Yeah, Jethro, I've got a son that just turned 10 years old and he looked at me, this is about a couple months ago. He says, dad, what does an accountant do? And I said, well, just trying to think how I can frame this to a you know, 10 year old mind. I said, well, an accountant has a bunch of numbers on one side and a bunch of numbers on the other side. And they're all kind of, they can all be kind of mixed up and they have to reorganize them and then find connections between the two and then make sure that the one side matches the other side. And he says, Oh my God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> but it's all about how you frame it for kids, right? And he calls himself an expert organizer and he loves, he's got number code that he uses. And I mean, those are things I would love to see him 
being able to, you know, bring that right into the classroom and have that be his number code is he swaps out the letters for numbers and then he writes words and then he adds up the letters for the word for the, the, the values of the letters for the words to get word values. And these things that, I mean, there are so many kids doing things like this and we need to be celebrating those things and, you know, having that be part of the transformative classroom. Yeah, totally, man. I, I think that's awesome. Okay, well, we're going to talk about these other stop principles, as I mentioned before, in the sustainable principle on principle PLN, the outstanding principle on de facto leaders, and the permissionless learning piece on rebel educator. Also, this has been a great conversation, and I just want to remind everybody you can go vote for Be More Colorful at yasprize.org slash vote. Go check that out. And I really appreciate you being here and sharing your story. Is there anything else that you want to add to the end of the show here that you'd like people to pay attention to or do or know? Yeah, I, th I think the thing that I would add is you can vote every day out at yasprize.org slash vote, but you get two votes every day. So as much as we'd love to get one of those votes, you should go vote for these other folks. You know, the, the eight that we called out on the transformation one here, but the other 24 as well, they're all doing amazing things. You should go learn about what these organizations are doing because it, it is starting to change the landscape of education. And we're just, we're honored to be counted among them. Okay, very good. That is yasprize.org slash vote. Go check that out. Vote every day, two per day, one for Be More Colorful, the other one for any one of the others. That'll be awesome. <laughs> vote for who vote for whoever whoever is vote for whoever you That's like right, best. Man. That's what you should vote for. Vote yeah, your heart. Very good. I like it. Hey, this is this has been great and appreciate all that you're doing, Matt, and look forward to seeing your success with uh Clearview XR and other things as well. And thanks for coming on Transformative Principle. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jethro. I appreciate it. Edited by Gage Sanderson. Do you want to simplify your school's technology? save teachers' time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.